1: Forgotten, I have been so dismissed. I have been left behind when no one comes to be by my side. I've been so alone. No one comes near me. I've been so alone. No one even cares. I've been left behind. I've been left behind. I've been left behind and no one cares. Good
2: morning, good morning, good morning, my friends. Good morning. How is everyone doing this morning? I hope that you have awakened, feeling blessed, feeling excited most of all, knowing that you're ready to dive into the Word of God today, my friends. We are going to be kicking it off from where we left off last week. For those of you who are just tuning in with us today, thank you so much for joining us. We're going to be continuing in the book of Haggai as we've been doing the past couple of weeks. And we're going to continue on with the story I'll we'll just do a really quick recap uh, like I usually do. So of course you know the temple uh, Judah had been uh, given the opportunity to rebuild their community. They went about doing that and um, they started to build the, hell, the Lord's temple, but then they stopped. For whatever reason, they got caught up with you know their own timelines, things they needed to accomplish for themselves. And then, next thing you know, they built their own homes and totally forgot about the Lord's home, the Lord's temple. And then Haggai, the prophet, the messenger, came to the community and said, Hey, you know, I have a word for you from the Lord that it's been so many years. You know, you started the temple, you didn't finish it, but it's time to get back to work and to finishing the temple. And the people were trying to come up with excuses like, you know, um, like maybe not. And now is not the time. I don't got time, whatever. But as Haggai spoke more to the community, the community was stopped in their tracks because Haggai told them uh, through the message, basically, like there are no excuses. You have all the resources you need to continue to build the temple. Uh, You just haven't done it. So the community decided, you know what? You're absolutely right. We can't deny the fact that we haven't finished the temple. We do have all the resources. Uh, We just, we need to prioritize this now, right? Because uh, God's, um, was put on the back burner. And um, so then they decided, okay, we need to be obedient to what God is telling us through this messenger. And we need to hurry up and we need to start getting all the materials again to start to build the temple. We're going to be picking it up now from chapter 2 in Haggai. And we're going to read a couple of um, the verses here, and then we can dissect it a little bit. And it says, In the seventh month, on the 21st of the month, the word of the Lord came by Haggai, the prophet, saying... Speak now to Zerubbabel the son of Shetiel, governor of Judah, and to Joshua, the son of Jehozadak, the high priest, and the remnant of the people, saying, Who is left among you who saw this temple in its former glory? And how do you see it now? In comparison, it is this not in your eyes as nothing. Yet now be strong, Zerubbabel, says the Lord. And be strong, Joshua, son of Jehoshadah, the high priest. And be strong, all you people of the land, says the Lord. And work, for I am with you. Says the Lord of hosts, according to the word that I covenanted with you when you came out of Egypt, so my spirit remains among you. Do not fear, for thus says the Lord of hosts, once more, it is a little while, I will shake heaven and earth, the sea and dry land and I will shake all nations and they shall come to the desire of all nations. And I will fill this temple with glory, says the Lord of hosts. The silver is mine and the gold is mine, says the Lord of hosts. The glory of this latter temple shall be greater than the former, says the Lord of hosts. And in this place, I will give peace, says the Lord of hosts. Father, we thank you so much for your word, Lord, because we know that your word is truth. We know your word gives us life. You know that we know, Lord, that your word gives us instructions. It gives us kind of like a wake-up call, Father. It under it really just um it's under you, Father. We're under you with this word, Lord. You're our umbrella. And this word really protects us, Father. It shields us, Lord. And it gives us refuge. So, Father, we thank you for your word. In Jesus' name, amen. My friends, you know, so now the community has awakened. They got the wake-up call. And they're prioritizing now what they're going to do with the temple. It had been many years that had passed by since they had not worked on the temple. And as they um, really thought about how they were now going to finish it, God was really coming alongside of them in this message again through Haggai saying look remember the old temple was one way it looked one way right because the old temple was the temple that Solomon had built and Solomon had built this very expensive fabulous a breathtaking temple because Solomon was a very rich man he had resources to everything so he went way out with the old temple that is being referenced here and it had everything you can imagine on it and God was preparing them and telling them for some of you who remember you know the old temple right and you saw the glory that was in that temple you will see it now too the glory in the temple and although see because a lot of this is so key here my friends and although you might see this I, i i gotta read you the scripture this is so important He said, Who is left among you who saw this temple in its former glory? So, who is here that's still alive who saw the original past temple in your time that Solomon had built? That's the question that's being asked. And how do you see it now? Right? How do you see now this temple? that you're going to complete now, right? Because it's one thing when they saw it back then with all those adornments, all of that, you know, expensive, you know, um, maybe marble, marble floors, columns, beautiful. I mean, you name it. It, it, Because Solomon went all out. It was breathless. It was breathtaking, that temple. And then God is asking the ones that are going to now continue to rebuild. How do you see it now compared to how you saw it then, right? That's the question. And I want to stop there for a second because that's what God does sometimes in our lives. He will ask us that same question. How do you see yourself, you the temple of God, your body, your mind, your sp- soul, your spirit, How do you see, how are you going to see yourself now in comparison to how you saw yourself back then? Whether that is that if you had everything you had ever wanted in your life, you were full of abundance in your life, whatever the case may be, and it was taken away. Or maybe you didn't, and and you had beyond expectations and everything was always being handed to you on a silver platter just an example and then you lost it all it was destroyed it was ruined and then now you're going to rebuild your life right and how are you going to see your life now how are you going to see it now compared to how you saw it before i can tell you right now with my own example i used to own homes You know, I had really big, prominent jobs, (laughs) you know, uh, status jobs. And, um, but I went through a transition and 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 a change in my life that has led me to where I am today. And when I look back at my life, I'm talking like two decades ago, and I look at everything I had, the things that I, you know, I had an abundance with, um, the things that God had blessed me with, whatever the case might be, the things that I had, that I had somewhat desired in my heart. Even though I had those things, some of those things had to be given away. Some of those things had to be taken away. Some of those things have, had to be transformed into something else. And now today in my life, I see myself where I'm at. I don't own homes now. I don't. I rent, I rent apartments <laughs> and I'm okay with that. You know, I don't need to have um, anything major. I don't need to have the fancy clothes I used to wear, the fancy shoes I used to buy. I don't need to have any of that. I don't need to have my fancy nails that sometimes I used to do. You know why? Because I'm in a new place today. And the rebuilding that God has done in my life, in my temple, for me, it doesn't need to have all that beautification. (laughs) You know, I don't have to have, like, the fancy dresses and all the nails and all this stuff for me to feel as if God is operating in my life. Because He is. He's in my spirit. He's in my heart. He's in my mind. He's in my soul. He is in me. The Holy Spirit operates in me. And where I am today, it's a different place. And even though I'm not all adorned like I used to be back in the day, I have still within me this beauty that the Lord brings out of me, and His presence is evident in my life. And He's always by my side and He's here. And he guides me with the Holy Spirit. He gives me the Holy Spirit. And because of that, I'm in a new place. I'm in a new place. And when people look at me, they go, man. You really have changed. You've really come a long way. Wow, you really, you really have, you know, I, back then I thought I was humble. <laughs> and today I'm more humble than ever. People are like, man, you're really humble. You know why? Because when God takes you on a journey in your life, whether you have it all or you have none, it is a beautiful journey. And God is always with you. So the question then says, in comparison with it, so in comparison to like what you saw and knew about before of that temple, is this not in your eyes as nothing? Yet now be strong. Yeah, now be strong, Zebabbabo, says the Lord, and be strong, Joshua, son of Jehoshaphat, and the height of the son of the Jehoshaphat, the high priest, and be strong, all you people of the land, says the Lord, and work, for I am with you, says the Lord of hosts. Meaning, what he said was, Hey, I remember, remember, I remember because God saw it all. I remember, do you remember what it used to look like um how it was built, all the accolades it had all the adornment, all the beautification it had? Don't be intimidated thinking two things one that you don't you don't have to build that same style of of a temple number one, and number two you can build the temple with the resources that are here now, whether they're diamonds, pearls, you know, marble floors, whatever it might be, you know, exotic woods, whatever. What you have now is more than enough and sufficient to fulfill the continuation of the temple. Don't You don't have to try to make it what it was before, and you don't have to compare yourself to what it was before. Just concentrate right now on the here and now of the resources that you have, and just build it with what you have. And don't feel like, wow, you know, we'll never be able to build the temple the way it was originally supposed to have been built. We're never going to be able to meet that high expectation. Because technically what God is saying right here is you don't have to. I'm not asking you to do that. I'm just letting you know that the resources that you have right now are the resources you just have to use. And that's it. And what God was really just telling the people is as much as you saw it, back then what that looked like I'm doing something new today I am doing something new today that is different because folks sometimes in life we want to see you. we want to have everything the way it was the way it used to always be and God is very clear with us like listen this may have been this way at one time but now it is going to be different and in being different it's okay because it'll serve the purpose that i have for it and as well it will allow me to do something new see my friends we get so used to the fact that we get We've gotten so used to the fact that we were so used to seeing things a certain way, having things done in our lives a certain way, having um, opportunities come our way a certain way. We got so conditioned to certain things, and sometimes get very conditioned to things in our lives that the minute there's gonna be a change, the minute there's gonna be a transition, the minute there's gonna be a um, a new a, a new a new way of doing something we kind of like feel intimidated or we kind of feel like, hey, that is not really, is this really the way it's supposed to be? Because the way I saw it last time, that's not how it was, right? We start to question, wonder, and and feel intimidated and be like, well, you know, we we can't build what Solomon built back then, right? That's what they must have been thinking. Like what Solomon had back then was different. He had like a whole army of like, carpentry folks <laughs> that they knew what they were doing, you know. Um, but God is saying, "I'm. it's okay. That's what did exist at that time. But I'm going to do something new. And he's reassuring them and saying this, as you now start to build this temple, I will be with you because I have always been with you regardless. matter what I have always been with you now a lot of times like we've spoken in the past sometimes people feel like that God is not with you even when you're going through something in life but the reality is is God is always with you he's always with you it's just sometimes we don't think he is because of our feelings what we what we're not seeing physically with our eyes in the moment but God is always saying to us look I am always with you always and we have to always remember that my friends and we have to embrace that the new thing that God is doing in our lives is something that is very Important for us and we have to look at it in a way like you know what Lord you're in charge of this your glory is going to fill this place the outcome of how the temple is now going to look is going to be a little different but the different that I'm going to see Is your perfect, different change now that we need right now, that we must complete right now. And in doing that, you say to yourself, you know what, Lord? I'm following your lead. (laughs) That's what we're supposed to do, Lord. You're by my side. I have the resources. I'm going to get to work, right? Because he's, what he say? it says, the Lord, work and I am with you. Because God wanted to make it very clear to everyone that he was still with them. And that no matter what, it was going to be done, rebuilt, according to how God wanted it to be now okay because God gave them the resources they had the resources and and now it says here according to the word that I had covenanted with you when you came out of Egypt so my spirit remains among you do not fear mm-hmm. meaning that going back to when God parted that red sea to allow them to flee their ancestors to flee from the hands of the Egyptians Right? It was evident that He was with them then and He is with them now, and that they're not to fear anything. Because a lot of times, when we're given assignments, when God asks us to do something in our lives for His kingdom, we get a little, a, a little intimidated. We get a little, we, uh, fear might overcome us because we start to doubt ourselves. God, do you, can I really do that? Did you ask me to really do this? You know, am I qualified to do this? Do I really have the capability of doing this? You know, not really, am I really talented to do this? And God says, yes, you are, because I am equipping you. Just follow my lead and build this temple today, a new temple okay? And then it says And then it also tells us, for thus says the Lord of hosts, once more it is a little while while I will shake heaven and earth and the sea and dry land and I will shake all nations and they shall come to the desire of all nations, and I will fill the temple with glory, says the Lord of hosts. Now that t- that statement, it's a little a little while meaning that's in God's timing. So it might take a little while for things um, to to get done, for it to be accomplished, for the shaking, but God's going to do a shaking. And he's going to do a shaking to the nations. He's going to do a shaking on the earth because once his glory glory is reestablished, he's going to make sure that nations are shaken, that nations get to know who he is that nations continue to get drawn back to him. And that's why we have to um, remind ourselves that when right now in 2021, the shaking that God is doing on this earth, the changes that are happening, the things that are unfolding right in front of our eyes, the things we don't understand of why it's happening, we need to remind ourselves that God is doing a shaking in this land right now. And as, and, and as people and Christians, we as a community, we have to pray more, be diligent in relationship with our Heavenly Father. And, and know that God is working things out for the good, even though in the natural we're seeing so many things happening. You know why? Because God is doing a shaking. He's doing a shaking right now. He's doing a shaking up. Right, and many people might be like, Well, how is he doing a shaking up with a pandemic, Antonia? How is he doing a shaking up with a virus? Because you have to understand, my friends, that God sees everything that is good and evil, and He is allowing a shaking up right now to happen. If God wanted to, in an instantaneous moment, have a supernatural army come down from heaven. Because, you know, every day we battle in the spirit. We don't battle in the flesh. He will do it instantaneously if he wanted to. But there has to be a shaking up that he has to allow And we have to understand he's working behind the scenes for our sake right now. And that he's doing something miraculous. So my friends, when God says here in this last section, the silver is mine and the gold is mine, says the Lord of hosts. The glory of this latter temple shall be greater than the former, says the Lord of hosts. And in this place, I will give peace, says the Lord of hosts. Wow. What does that mean? <laughs> so Solomon, when he had built his temple, he had gold, he had silver, he had bronze, platinum. I mean, you name it. Gems, diamonds. Who knows what he has? He had back then. He had, but it was an amazingly rich, breathtaking temple. And God is saying right now, right now, I am giving you what you will have that is of value for this temple. Right? I will give you what is of value for this temple. Just use all the resources right now that I have given you. And most of all, you will know that the glory in this temple is even going to be greater than the formal. See, because a lot of times, my friends, we think that just because something is beautified, something has Gold, silver, diamonds in it, that it has everything it needs f- with God's presence. So back then, God is saying, yeah, back then, that temple had glory in it. It had my glory. But this temple is even going to have a bigger, a bigger glory. Because we're not going to be distracted by all those accolades, right? Because we're in a new place today. And God does that with our lives, my friends. You ever have someone say to you, hey, would you be able to function if you didn't have a car? Hey, would you be able to function if you didn't have a home? Hey, would you be able to function if you didn't have a job? You know, and and then some people might answer, yeah, I could. Because If those things are stripped from me, God is going to replace it with something else. And even though those things may have looked a certain way, been a certain way, had a certain value, God is going to give me something new that's going to look different. It's going to have a new value. And His presence is going to be there even more than ever before. So, this is what the scripture is saying, my friends. And most of all, it says here, And in this place I will give peace, says the Lord of hosts. And when the Lord is giving you peace, my friends, that's all you need. That is all you need. We need peace today, today, more than ever, with everything that's happening in the world. And if you can have that peace, the presence of God's peace in your life, that helps you get through Whatever's happening in this world, whatever chaoticness, whatever's happening down the the street from you, whatever's happening next door to your neighbors, whatever chaoticness happening in your family, if you can have God's peace, my friends, that's all you need. I can tell you right now, for my life personally, I have such a peace that the Lord has given me. Irregardless. Like, I might talk about a couple of things, but the peace that's in my heart, the peace that's in my spirit and in my soul, that is the peace of God. And my friends, you need to have that peace too. So my friends, listen. What happens here now is everybody is motivated now. Everybody is motivated now to build a temple. God was kind of just giving them like that pep talk about, listen, I know. So you might just have wood now. You might have some (laughs) formica. You might have some, you know, um, some other stucco. (laughs) You may not have the diamonds and all that, but it doesn't matter because I'm still going to build, we're going to build this temple together. I am with you and I am by your side. And the glory, my glory, is going to be evident and even greater. So my friends, always remember that when you set your priorities straight for your heavenly father, he will work things out accordingly for you. And it doesn't matter how things were before. What matters is what he is doing now. You ever have that situation when someone says, well, back then, this is how we did it. Well, 10 years ago, that's not how they put it together. (laughs) And I always say to people, but we're here today, present in 2021, things are different, things have changed. And most of all, God is still on the throne and he is allowing you to go through major changes in your life and he is doing wonderful things. And we embrace those things even though they're different. Why? Because God doesn't always want us to be stuck with the same old thing. He wants us to experience his presence in our lives with new things. So my friends, continue to stay encouraged, continue to stand strong, just like I said here in the scripture. And most of all, get ready, get motivated to do the work God has asked you to do for his kingdom. I look forward to sharing the word with you again next week. We will rise and shine with the word of God. Wake up Saturday mornings with a purpose. And also remember, remember to communicate with us. Leave us a message on anchor.fm backslash word of God. Just hit the message button. Leave us a message of how this podcast is blessing you and how the word is penetrating in your heart. God bless you.
0: Antonia Roman is the author of Confessions of a Christian Woman, A Journey in Marriage, A New Beginning. In this book, Antonia shares her personal journey in marriage and how she used God's Word to help her overcome verbal abuse. Tune in next Saturday as Antonia Roman continues to dive into the Word of God. The Word of God gives you insight for the purpose in your life.